Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals. I'm your host, Ajay, and this is Win and Forks, a weekly Twilight podcast where two 20-something lesbians ruin everything you love about the international best-selling series by Stephanie Meyer. Thanks for tuning in. Taylor. Ajay. Oh my god, we're alive. We're alive. I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Yes. I don't know what song that is, but it is a song. That is, that's uh, Break Even by the Script. I would know that. Even song. by the script, yes. I was like, I know the rest of the lyrics, but I can't remember yes. it, but what a, what a song. I'm so happy that we're back, though, because I didn't intend for us to be gone for so long, but I'm super glad that we're back. We're back and better than ever, baby. And honestly, I'm glad that other people are excited for our podcast to be back. I'm glad we actually have people listening. (laughs) Yes, I love our listeners. We wouldn't be here without you. Yes, yes. For those of you who don't know and don't follow us on personal social medias, which, you know, you're so valid for that. (laughs) But um, about three days after we launched and put out the recent episode which was episode eight um one of my dads passed away um on my sister's birthday so that was that was a lot and the chapters that we're discussing right now i just could not do (laughs) like i can't i was like i can't deal with this level of emotion right now i need a little bit of a breather and and i got that i did that and um, I'm ready to be back. There's so much. Um, uh, one of my dads died. I booked my ticket for the, the Forks Festival that's coming up. So um, that's going to be cool. Um, I got uh, to finish a web series I was working on. Um, I finished my short film. And uh, I went viral on TikTok, which is interesting. So that's been an interesting thing. Um, yeah, so that it's been a crazy it's been a crazy five months. What about you, Taylor? We love the viral on TikTok for you. I got verified on Twitter, which was my big thing. You so did. I'm so hype about that. Oh my I don't know God. how I scammed my way into it, but we thank you, Twitter gods. We really appreciate that. Um so that was exciting. I'm also still hosting my SVU podcast called Law and Order S Review on Fanversation Network. And I'm writing for an outlet called Show Snob now. If you'd like to see my takes on prestige TV and some of my favorite critically acclaimed shows. You can follow Show Snob and follow my personal and uh, my personal social medias and see some of the stuff I'm writing over there too. Oh my God. And Twilight, all of them are on Netflix now, in case you weren't aware. So yes. you want to revisit the movies with us. Very easy and convenient. Oh, about. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm so happy about that. A blessing. When we have our Netflix party to watch them together, it's going to be great. It's over for everyone else. <sighs> okay, I guess we got to talk about it. I guess we got to talk about it, Taylor. These chapters. These chapters. Ella is saying goodbye, but we are saying hello to all of you again. Yes, I think that's, I think that was beautiful. That was poetic. Thank you. So poetic. <laughs> In chapter 20, there's a lot of impatience going around. And you know what? I think that perfectly encompasses my feelings towards not only this book for being way too damn long, 
but towards a lot of the characters too. I'm, I'm getting a little impatient. Okay, so we get some bro TP action with Bella being sad that she has to leave Emmett. They're just chaos. I love that. I just like think they're such a fun dynamic because Bella's kind of like the shy, awkward, whatever. And then Emmett is just like screams like himbo. Like he's yes. such a himbo. And that is the best like kind of vibes kind of friendship and so I am obsessed whenever they have scenes together seriously we just needed we need a tv show an animation series where it's just Bella and Emmett doing dumb shit I would love it I would love that it's what we deserve and but I did love the moment I mean we're getting into like the darker part of this chapter now yeah but I just really respect the fact that Bella is using all of her resources She's already crying because she's sad. And then she's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for the Emmy. I'm going to go for the Oscar. I'm going to go for the Tony. I am going to EGOT right now. And I'm going to use these tears. And I'm going to be an actress in order to stage this whole scene. I just thought that was such an inspired choice of her. She was like, yes, I'm crying. But I'm still going to think critically about how I can use these tears to make a more convincing argument with my father. No, no, no. She's got a little bit of scammer in her. And you know what? I I appreciate that. I respect Um, it. 100%. So this is the chapter, obviously, where she makes the scene that she's breaking up with Edward to scam Charlie. And this is something that wasn't from the movies, is that Charlie tells her that Phil and Renee might come home in the next week. Like, he tells her, you don't have to go home right now. You can just wait a week. They might come back, which kind of stops her from her plan a little bit. She's like, oh, fuck. And that was very interesting because in the movie it just makes it seem like she's just gonna like go home with nobody being there which like how is charlie gonna allow that like how is anyone gonna be okay with that like this girl is 16 right 17 17. yeah yeah but yeah she's not emancipated you would think that he would be a little more cautious about all this right especially since they haven't found that bear (laughs) right bro come on use your head oh my god and then Bella says the same thing that Renee said to Charlie when she left, which is super depressing. But also, how did she remember it if it happened when she was a few months old? Did like I'm, that that also makes me think again on the we hate Renee train. It makes me think that Renee is even more of a terrible parent because there's no way Bella would have remembered that. So that means that Renee is like telling yeah. Bella the story over and over again of how she left her dad as if she's like kikiing with the girls at brunch it's messed up but I I agree I think that's probably what happened too because yeah there's no way she would have remembered that I mean and I understand like formative memories but like the exact words like there's no way her little child brain like would have remembered that so I agree I think that came from Renee and I think that is snake-like I hated Bella this whole chapter like I'm sorry nobody is worth this I don't even care. I, I know this is pretty bold, but Zendaya wouldn't even be worth this for me. If I had to go through all of this BS after knowing this person for literally two months, mm, I'm like, I'm cutting my losses. <laughs> I am going to tell Zendaya you said that, and then I'm going to get with her, and I'm going to steal your oh girl. Oh my god. Sorry, I had to take my opportunity, though. That's, you know what? I would actually understand that. <laughs> I would actually understand that. It's Zendaya. I understand. And then Edward tries to make a joke about Bella's choice of words to lighten the mood, and it doesn't land. Because he goes, 
I thought I was making your time here a bit more interesting. And I'm like, sir, you're running from a vampire. That's too interesting. You went way past go. I see. I, I kind of like these moments of like humor or forced humor if it doesn't land. Because right after that, they're talking about how like Bella, this was your idea. Remember that. And she goes, it was the best idea. Of course it was mine. And I was like, she's so sassy. I love, I do love how there's still comedy like beats in this very like action-packed scenario. And then, you know, she goes on to say that James would have killed her in the field had she not been cloaked a bit. And I'm like, how with Emmett being right there? This is what I don't understand. Why was this dragged out? Like, I understand there was like three against six and then, you know, one has to protect Bella. So it's really like five against three. But Emmett's power is super strength. You have Alice, who can see and predict their actions. Edward can read said actions. Not to mention, Esme loves people a lot. Her <laughs> superpower. Right. That's so helpful in this situation. It is. She didn't is. get cheated at all in terms of superpowers. She right? didn't get cheated at all. And then Jasper can manipulate emotions. So... Right. You have all that on your side and you are going to come up with this bullshit plan to just like play where was Waldo with a tracker. This makes no sense. Emmett is right there. Like, it just, oh my God. They're making it complicated for themselves. So complicated. It's all you have to do is rip them and burn them like a little piece of paper. Which is cool, but it's also terrifying. Imagine if you don't burn all the pieces. What? Like, there's just, like, some arm just floating around. <laughs> the arm just crawls to right, the just, like, face crawls. again. <laughs> it's it just, like It just, like, morphs into a new body. <laughs> like, without all of the pieces. So it's just, like, a, like, Rogue just, like, one arm. arm, half a leg, half a face. I love that. I think we should have gotten to see that. I think that'd be funny. James is, like, mostly after Bella because he loves the chase, which I think perfectly describes every man ever i mean that's practically also why edward was into bella because he couldn't read her mind right that's true they, they want what they can't have they're all the same they are all the same why do men and then edward talks about how like carlisle won't kill james like won't want to kill him actively rolled my eyes because it's it's giving bringing an edible arrangement to a gunfight. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, come on, when He's literally trying to kill anyone and everyone that will get in his way. You think you could just sit down and have a conversation? Come on, Carlisle, protect your girl. Just, right. Just end it, okay? We get it. We like peace. I like peace too, but the peace is not an option all the time, Carlisle. Right. It's like you're doing all of this. Where do you think? Where are you going to lure him to? Bella has right. school in the morning. <laughs> like, he has to get to biology, homie. You can't jet set across the world to outrun one person. You gotta handle him. But thankfully, mm -hmm. beneath all of this, all of these shenanigans, we do get a glimpse of bisexual Bella, which is what we're really here for. Yes. This girl, the way she describes Rosalie, it's giving me fruity, fruity pebbles. Edible I arrangement shall we say bring it back to that yes. <laughs> laurent basically waves the white flag and gives them like a warning about james and i'm like that's nice laurent just like deserved better i'm just gonna say it like yeah. he didn't try to do anything he was just chilling he just wanted some people to hang out with the people turned out to be a little cray 
we should have we should have invited Laurent in. I guess we kind of did, and he did, said no. But like, we should have tried harder because he he was done dirty. I'm gonna be honest, he was done dirty. You know what we need? I think we need to start having like a fuck a meter for whenever Edward fucking does something stupid, That's and just have a bell book. go off. That's the whole book will just be ringing, ringing, ringing. I I think we should do that for this podcast. I will find one. Find a bell. I love it. Because it's it's ridiculous. This is fuck Edward Hours. And he commands Rosalie to switch clothes with Bella. And like I vaguely remember saying in one of our other episodes, it makes me wonder who actually is running things. Like, this makes no sense. Why is he always taking charge? That's so 17. He's thinking he knows best in this case. He's thinking he can run shit. I know, but it's like, but Carlisle is letting him though. That's what I'm saying. He's a spoiled brat. He's a spoiled brat is the case. He is. He was the first, so he thinks he's special. True. He just has this chip on his shoulder. It makes so much sense that he's 17 in this case because that is such a shit-ass 17-year-old boy thing to do. Telling your traumatized sister to take her clothes off. Bestie, <laughs> think it through. Think it oh through. my god. Oh my god. Ding, 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 ding. Never fear, because Bestie Esme is in control of the situation. Yes. As and she said... You know what? I'll switch clothes with you in a heartbeat, bestie. Um, and I love that. Whenever we get even a mention of Esme, I'm like feasting because she's mentioned like maybe nine times in the book, pretty much. Yes. Um, and I cling to those. I cling to those nine times. Just like in the clips, I clung to her two words of dialogue. So important to me. Um, but she's <laughs> sweet. She's giving mother. She's giving... Um, just helpful, wonderful woman. She tells them to be safe. I really loved that. Um, we love Esme. We stand Esme in this house. We really we always do. will. And then the Cullens decide to split up because that's smart. If you can't hit my sarcasm. And we just like have to name drop which fancy cars they're driving because we we have to know that they're rich. Like it's very important to the story that they're it rich. Because they always have to demonstrate that they're rich. Yes, they're rich, and I just, this chapter was relatable content to me, personally, um, because Bella's just crying literally the whole time. You know, the YA novels, but, you know, we have these, like, quote-unquote, badass, tough, strong female character. You know what? Sometimes a strong female character, she gotta cry, and Bella does that, and I feel that in my soul, and I love the realism of that. We've all been there, bestie. (laughs) We've all been there, bestie towards the end of the chapter, there's just another weird inconsistency with Jasper's powers. There's really inconsistency with everyone's powers and like things like that. Um, You could really tell that this was like Stephanie Meyer's first book because he tells Bella that he can feel that she thinks that she's not worth it. And it confuses me because can he read emotions? Or can he manipulate slash control emotions? Because we got a different example of that Maybe it's many chapters ago. (laughs) Maybe it's like he has. Okay, here's how I'm going to think about this. Maybe he has a like remote control of emotions, Mm -hmm. so he can switch it, but he can also do all of the above. Maybe his power is just simply emotions, and then many verbs in front of that. He can do a lot of stuff with them. That's what I'm thinking. It's a dynamic power, maybe. I don't think so. I think Stephanie Meyer again was just writing one sentence a day, and 
forgot. I love this um, bridge between chapters we get. And it's featuring Alice, of course, one of the best mm-hmm. characters in this book. Um, love that she actually asks Bella if she can pick her up because consent is important, yes. believe it or not. Um, come on, people, ask first. I know we're in a rush, but that doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want. And then this beautiful little scene at the beginning of the next chapter where Bella's head is resting on her neck. That is not heterosexual behavior, my friends. It's, it's simply not. not. And it's giving L word. It's giving L word. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and I love that. <laughs> and then oh we have we're, we're about to debate this next point no because i literally looked it up i literally looked yeah it up. i know me too say what you're gonna say okay right off the bat stephanie meyer is exaggerating and again like doesn't know anything about travel because she doesn't because she says i don't have enough emotion left to be surprised that we made a three-day journey into one and it only takes one day to get from Forks to Phoenix and an extra four hours if you don't take highways. Now, one However, could argue. I'm going to Bella argue it right now, actually. That Bella, I'm going to argue it. I'm going to argue it right now. <laughs> now, one could argue that Bella means, oh, they stopped to, like, rest. And that's what sometimes takes longer. But even then, even if you stopped to take a rest, like, you just stopped for one day. You just slept for eight hours, right? two days max i'll give you that i think two is closer to two days than one but one day would not take into account bathroom breaks sleeping food breaks right Right. like any of that gas breaks any of that nonsense so i'm gonna say two days i'll meet you in the middle with two days one day though 24 hours like not stopping at all that's just, a, it doesn't feel realistic also because, you know, there's traffic and all that garbage too. With all of those factors, I'm going to say two days. So I'm going to give her that. Maybe she went on road trips when she was young and did a weak little right. wimpy ass eight hour trip, which some people do. I mean, my, listen, my family drove through the night, didn't stop, but two days, I think it's fair. Right. But I, but in my mind, I'm just like, girl, what are you talking about? You're with vampires. They don't have to shit, eat, or sleep. Of course, you're not going to take that long. But that's like, why she was like, oh, this is crazy. You got yourself Right. I'm like, girl, what did you expect? <laughs> like, True. what? Um, yeah. I'm like, it, is, it takes t- literally 23 hours and 25 minutes. They're seeing this. They're stopping and seeing the sights <laughs> on the three-hour trip. sights? They're going as fast as a bullet. The police can't even catch up today, as. But if they weren't in a rush, they'd be seeing the sights, and that'd be the three-day trip. And then she's describing the scenery in Phoenix like she did in Forks, and I continue to wish we just didn't do that. Like, I I understand that it's supposed to set the scene, but at the same time, we're at chapter 20, and we're finally getting to the action. We don't care about the sheets on the bed. We don't care about the crooked old lamp. Just tell See, us. See, I'm going to argue that are. again. I'm arguing a lot today, but I will argue this because, okay. because we're kind of like this this book is filtered through her perspective so she's like bored as shit right now and so I think it makes sense that we are seeing what everything looks like because she's bored and she's like okay I'm literally counting tiles I'm like looking at patterns trying to find shapes I think this is a valid place to describe the scenery to root us in her eyes that part I agree with but that comes later this is when she wakes up I'm like wait you know you're yeah. at home. We know we know you're in a hotel or something. Like, 
That's all you had to say. I don't need to know about- I'll give it to her. Alice talks about how Edward has to remind Alice that Bella has to eat, and I lost my mind. How are they passing as humans? Don't- yeah, How are they going funny. to school with you? How- Why- They- They- The reason they go to school in the first place is because they want to have those human interactions with people so they don't lose, like, their humanity, yada, yada, yada. So you just don't pay attention to humans? Because- <laughs> You would know no. they have to eat. You spend yeah, eight you... hours of your day with them every day. Like, you have lunch, period. Like, what do you think that means? Like, what? Alice touches Bella's cheek to calm her, and it's just so gay. Your honor, they are gay. I'm sorry, but this is the truth. So gay. Like, so... we needed to focus on that rather than having this convoluted-ass plan about, like, luring James. Someone's going to stay there with the woman. We're going to, like... This seems so complex. It feels like there has to be an easier way to describe this and do this. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. They have no plan. Like, let's just like fuck off to Phoenix for a bit. <laughs> let's fuck out. I mean, that's what they do anyway sometimes. Like, you know, they, they can do it. They're rich. This is kind of one of my favorite things about <laughs> this book so far. Because I feel like it encompasses the entire saga. Where Alice goes... Bella, how many times do we have to tell you that there's no danger to us? And then Bella goes, would you tell me the truth, Lo? And I think those perfectly encapsulate the entire saga. Because, literally, there is no danger to the Cullens that they cannot get out of. They are practically untouched from all forces, right? And then Bella asking, would you tell me the truth, though, is so correct because they don't tell her the truth about anything. Ever. It's true. It's it's giving me gaslighting. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. it's like, this is, this is the entire Twilight Saga. Those two lines right there perfectly describe it. It's true. I did like how we got to attend Alice University for a little while um, yeah. in this chapter. We get to kind of figure out, like, the basics on how someone turns, which I really appreciated that we probably should have got, you know, in chapter three, but it's fine. Better late than never. Um, like, the venom aspect of it. And I love it. And I like that Alice is the one to tell her because Alice has always been the one to be like, listen, I know Edward's saying this. However, I don't agree with him. So I'm going to go against what he's saying because I have to do what's right for me and what I feel is right for my girl, Bella. And I really liked that. So I like that she kind of took charge and gave her that information. And I thought it was really sad. We found out a little tiny bit about her past, about how she doesn't remember anything like pre-vampire life, which is so interesting and also something we definitely should have dove into more in these books because that's a fascinating concept to me i know it's like the more you like read about the other cullens the more you realize that stephanie meyer just really just did not give a fuck about her characters that weren't edward and bella because the the story is about edward and bella's relationship everybody else is just basically. wallpaper essentially yeah. which is so ridiculous here's the thing like I know this is a hot take, but I would love, there are so many ways to do spinoffs of this that isn't just like a remake, because I don't want a remake of this movie. I would love to get like a mini series actually diving into like these characters' past or like our little wolf pack on the other edge of it. Like there are so many characters with so much potential that she made by accident. <laughs> and it is a crime that we didn't get to explore it. It just it infuriates me because Twilight could have been like this cool universe thing in terms of Marvel and like the Avengers where like there's a specific yeah. world and there are different dimensions 
and different stories that take place within the world. And it would have been nice if Twilight was about that, because Twilight in itself, like, when it's just about Edward and Bella, is boring! It's true. And that's why this book is so long, because it's literally just about them when you have so many other characters. Like, you could have stories on, like, the other vampires, stories on the wolf pack, if I trusted her. And then, like, you know, just fun things like that, but... Yeah, that's the thing. There's so much there that she just like threw in that her editor should have been like, this is your gold. Like, this is your gold. Like, this love story you have, like, that could be a part of it. But this other stuff should have been just as much time, if not more, because it's fascinating. But they didn't do that. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. I will give you this. I know I was disagreeing with you about the Jasper power thing. However, Alice's power, it don't make no sense. And I agree with you on that. Because she can see the future, but she can't until it's decided. But she can see James forming a plan, but she can't figure out what the plan is. But that's technically him making a decision. It is so complicated. It doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) These plot holes make no sense. If she sees him forming a plan, she should see what the plan is because he has formed said plan. Yeah, I I agree with you that that is like very much not not clear. That's what I can tell you. Alice don't see the future. She She just sees what's happening what's random shit yeah because like she would see she would see where he is and what he's doing at that moment she's just seeing life happening she's just seeing life unfold that's not the future turning the tv on and watching people do their thing she's essentially has the power of watching a security camera yeah whatever great good for you girlfriend um i do want to say i did like the little uh like i said like We've mentioned this before, but Bella is so much sassier in these books than she is in the movie. And Edward's like, it's like you've taken half of myself away with you. And she goes, come and get it then. <laughs> like, oh. I know. Purr. Well, not purr. <laughs> purr. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that Bella remembers a ballet student from over a decade is hilarious to me. Like, it's so true. I, I do like that we kind of touch on that because Bella's like I'm assuming it's a dance studio like yeah it looks like the one from my childhood but I think all of them probably look about the same so I'm like I'm glad that I'm glad that she like recognizes that and it's not like oh my gosh like it has to be this one because that's ridiculous but yeah it depends I I cannot see that her taking lessons there for that long she's not a ballerina to me so she must have gone there like three times which like I agree with you that's ridiculous if she was right. there for like a bunch of rehearsals and stuff, like maybe I can see it. But I do it's like the fact she's like, yeah, it looks like a dance studio. Kind of looks like mine, but so does every single one in the world, probably. Right. Like that's that's interesting. Like okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, there's just there was just a lot of preparation for James this week, and I was just like, he's so boring. This yes. is not fun. There's all this for a man we could have taken out in the first chapter. That and that's why Victoria is more interesting, and that's why Eclipse is a superior book. All right, moving on. <laughs> give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I love that she gets, you know, her her revenge and stuff like that, or, you know, tries. She's way she more interesting. Uh, yeah, absolutely. These women doing things for these men in these books. 
It's just, it's not Enough. different what y'all said it was supposed to gave. It's true. No flavor. No flavor. Because they're all boring. It's true. <laughs> y'all okay. are more interesting yourselves, girlies. Come on. Literally. I want them to form a team. Uh, I'd watch it. Themyscira for the Twilight Vampire Woman. Let's go. Exactly. I think it'd be great if just like Bella, Rosalie, and Leah, a human, vampire, and a wolf, all just teamed up and solved crimes and forced. And wasn't we're in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Drupple. Let's go. Stephanie Meyer wants us to burn for this. I hope you know that. I know. So I'm excited for this part because it's time for the Twilight Fun Fact of the Week. Are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready. Okay. So it's revealed that Bella inherited her mental shield from Charlie. Charlie's mind, yeah, Charlie's mind isn't as silent as hers is, but Edward can't hear his thoughts very clearly. Wow, I didn't know that, but I love that. That's really wholesome. I know, it's like, it goes in and out for him, so I think it's so sweet. Like, father, like daughter. Wait, I really like that. Now that makes me, like, love her power a lot more. Right? Her power is so cool. It's just so interesting that... You know, That's it came cool. from Charlie because it's like, Charlie, what's going on there? Yeah, because you know why? Because Renee didn't ever give her fucking anything. And so, of course, it came from Charlie. I love it, though. That's really sweet. Me, too. I think it's great. Oh, my gosh. But, Taylor, I'm so glad we're doing episodes again. I need it. Uh, me, too. Me, too. And we're going to um, be gay, which is now going to be Twilight Thursdays. Heck, yes. Love it. Yes, I'm just so excited to be back and happy that I'm getting to do this again because I need another outlet. And this is so much fun, talking about Twilight. So fun, of course. What could be better? So that's it for this episode. We'll see you next week. And remember, when it works... He's a runner, he's a track star. He's a runner, he's a track star. Literally mixtape dropping. When in forks mixtape? When's oh it happening? Mixtape? Mixtape? Totally. totally deserve. <laughs> I love that. Me too.